0: With some of the best promotions and offers in the sports betting market, PointsBet simply stands out. PointsBet is the only U.S. online bookmaker to offer points betting, where every yard, every point, every goal, even every play matters. Same-game parlays, good karma payouts, early payouts, and exclusive game day promotions and guarantees for all sports. PointsBet offers more bet types than any other bookmaker in the world, offering a unique set of markets that aren't available anywhere else. And now PointsBet is offering one of the best sign-up offers in the sports betting market today. New customers signing up with code BET21 receive two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Get up to $500 back if your first fixed odds bet loses, and up to $1,500 if your first points betting bet loses. That's code BET21 for two risk-free bets up to $2,000 at PointsBet. PointsBet, it pays to be fast. Must be 21 years or older and in New Jersey to place a bet, terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you here, deep from the swamps of Jersey. we got a great show coming up for you. It seems you can't turn on the sports news on TV or the Internet without hearing a story about eSports. It has dominated the sports world over the last couple of months. One company has been at the forefront of the eSports world, and that company is eSports Entertainment Group. Whether it be through their deals with pro teams or their plans for an eSports sports book, they're doing amazing things in the world of eSports. We're going to learn all about this incredible company because I'm going to be talking with the president and CEO of Esports Entertainment Group, Grant Johnson. Coming up, we're talking esports. So stick around. We'll be right back with House of Cards.
3: No matter what kind of car you drive, we have an insurance policy that's right for you. Need to insure your family minivan? We've got you covered. Need insurance for that new sports car you finally got? We've got you covered. Have an old beater that just won't quit? We've got you covered. Or maybe you hit the lottery and want to insure all your new cars? We've got you covered. Call Auto Insurance for Less to find out how much you can save right now. All it takes is just one call. Answer a few questions, and before you know it, we've got you covered. Call 1-800-679-0366. That's 1-800-679-0366. Auto insurance. You want it, you need it, and we've got it call auto insurance for less to find out how much you can save today better coverage at a better price is just a phone call away call 1-800-679-0366 that's 1-800-679-0366
0: you're listening to house of cards check out our website at house of
1: welcome
0: back to house of cards dave weishaddle with you Esports have exploded over the last couple of years, and that's why I'm excited to talk with our next guest. He is the CEO and president of a company that is leading the way in the world of esports. Whether it be through its deals with sports teams or its plans to create a sports book dedicated to esports, Esports Entertainment Group is doing incredible things in the market. And we're going to hear all about it because on the line we have the president and CEO of Esports Entertainment Group, Grant Johnson. Grant, thanks for coming on. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. It's it's great to have you on (laughs) because... Esports has exploded over the last couple of years, and I am shocked of the growth of it, and a lot of people are shocked of the growth of esports in this country. But for a lot of people, it's still still a relatively new thing, and especially the business side of esports is a relatively new thing to a lot of people. How did you get involved in the business of esports?
2: Uh, well, it was a kind of an interesting path. My journey in this, uh, in this space really goes back to my time in the, uh, the pioneering days of the online gambling industry back in the, the mid 90s. From 95 to 99, I was head of business development with one of the early B2B providers, uh, in, based out of Canada. And we put 23 sports books and casinos up online at the time. Uh, until the Canadian government decided that now that was not the time uh, to be involved in, in the gaming business and uh, the, the business migrated over to Europe. Uh, I left the industry uh, and then in 2014, a group of uh, native tribes uh, asked me to take on the, the task of helping them get uh, an online regulatory environment set up where they could launch uh, online casinos and sports books from their uh, tribal uh, sovereign territory. Uh, At that time, I really didn't know much about esports other than I was reading stories about it online, and I thought it was worth investigating. Uh, I attended my first championship game, which was a a StarCraft event. And I I was going to that event thinking, "Ah, that's probably, you know, teenagers, a very active, Mm -hmm. exciting event for for them. But when I got there, uh, all my perceptions were out the window. Uh, what what I encountered was five thousand very engaged twenty-something year olds. Uh, not only were they you know wildly cheering the event, but they were betting on the event. So I went back to the natives. I said, "This is this is going to be huge. You need to get involved with this." Uh, they passed. I couldn't let it go, and I started the company, uh, which <laughs> after many twists. And turns, uh, and of course, with the Supreme Court ruling in the spring of 2018 that uh, online sportsbook uh, was going to be legal in states where it was where a regulatory framework was in place. From that moment to this moment, all the time and energy was dedicated to getting up onto the Nasdaq exchange. We were, in fact, the first uh, iGaming company to list on the Nasdaq uh, in April 14th last year. From that time to this time, uh, the money uh, that we raised has been invested in acquiring assets that make us what we are today and brings us to we kind of culminates in the announcements the, that you've been seeing lately where, where we're partnering with the premium sports brands, you know, the Patriots, the, the Eagles, the Ravens, the LA Kings, the Philly, the Philly Union, LA Galaxy, etc., and many other discussions are, are underway, and we've learned that esports, video professional video game play or competitive video game play for prizes, is not just something that uh, teenagers are doing in their parents' basements. It's, yes. a, it's a global phenomenon that has hardcore esports fans number in the 500 million fan base, and you know recreational esports, which includes all the Xbox and PlayStation players. Uh, estimates go as high as three and a half billion. Wow. So it's a, it's a huge, huge, it's actually, the video game industry is bigger than the music and movie industry combined. Uh, so what, what we learned last year, what was unique about 2020, and unique not in a positive way, generally speaking, obviously, because sure. COVID hit. And with COVID hitting, uh, pro sports were shut down, as you recall, and all, all your listeners recall, for a period of months. And what we learned at that time was esports kind of went from, you know, a little below the radar to right front and center. You know, you saw esports events broadcast on network TV, which was something I thought we'd get to in about 2022, but COVID accelerated all that because fans wanted to watch something and they started watching, you know, 2K events on so that uh, then we found out that the players, when they were going into their bubbles, when sports started up again, they the one thing they brought besides their uh, was their game stations. So pro, you know, pro athletes, if you think of it, they're mainly in their twenties, and they're gamers. Yeah. And the fans, the teams learned they're gamers too. They don't necessarily play League of Legends and Dota and Counter Strike, but they do play FIFA, Madden, 2K. And Call of Duty, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it, it really uh, was sort of a natural uh, conclusion for the, for the sports teams to get here. That yeah, we want They're in the entertainment business after all. And esports, video games, is entertainment. So why wouldn't they offer them? And uh, of course, the answer is they do want to offer them, and that's where we come in. We have a, you know, we have compiled the components that we're a natural partner for the pro teams and we're a natural partner for casinos and we run our own sites and you mentioned the esports sports book or esports betting site by Gigi will be launching in new jersey this spring wow great will be the first regulated esports betting site in the united states i believe
0: okay hold that thought we're gonna take a quick break see you on the other side Unlock your best self with the Life Hack Pack from MoreLabs. The Life Hack Pack contains two bottles of Morning Recovery, two bottles of DreamWell, and two bottles of Liquid Focus. The Life Hack Pack is specially designed to help you live your life not just better, but smarter. Morning Recovery is designed to be taken while drinking or up to an hour after your last drink. DreamWell is designed to be taken 30 minutes before you're ready to fall asleep. And Liquid Focus is designed to be taken 30 minutes before you have to lock in and get stuff done. Supercharge your productivity at home or work with the Life Hack Pack for more labs. Hey, this is Dave Weishadol from Turnpike Sports with this week's Betflash. Betflash is brought to you by BorgataCasino.com, now in New Jersey and Pennsylvania. Gain access to the most exciting casino games when you join Borgata Online. Sign up with promo code FLASH21 at BorgataCasino.com and receive a first deposit bonus up to $1,000 and $20 free when you register. Play the best online casino games at Borgata Online. Independent sportsbook operator, Tennessee Action 24-7 has become the first U.S. betting operator to have its license suspended. According to the Tennessee Education Lottery, the book failed to prevent activity which led to allegations of credit card fraud, money laundering, and betting from outside the state. The sportsbook released a statement that they will be working to cure the issues and reinstate their license. The state of North Carolina launched its sports betting industry. On March 18th, two retail sportsbooks opened at Harris Cherokee Casino Resort and Harris Cherokee Valley River Casino. The two retail locations opened just prior to the first round of March Madness. And finally, the American Cornhole League named DraftKings its official betting partner. Under the deal, DraftKings will provide odds and lines for cornhole tournaments on select televised broadcasts as well as launching national free-to-play games related to the ACL. From the seaside to the desert, from the betting lines to the sites online, Turnpike Sports has got you covered. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at Turnpike Sports. You're listening to House of Cards.
3: Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? <laughs>
0: Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. House of Cards is brought to you by PartyPoker.com. Why go to Atlantic City or Pennsylvania? Pay for gas, pay for parking, fight the crowds. You can play the same games online anywhere in the Garden State. Sign up with code EXIT7A and take advantage of PartyPoker's new sign-up offer of $25 free, plus a first deposit match up to $600 and start playing poker online today. Start playing and start winning some cash at nj.partypoker.com. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with the president and CEO of eSports Entertainment Group, Grant Johnson. You know, I got to ask you, you you mentioned all the components that go into eSports. When we use the term eSports, what are we referring to? And has that definition of eSports changed over the years as the sport has grown?
2: Uh, Well, yeah, the, the broad definition is competitive video game play. All right, so mm-hmm. yeah. uh, esports, just like sports, is a pretty broad spectrum. Yeah. I mean, when you talk, when a lot of people talk about sports, they think of you know NFL, NHL, NBA, Major League Soccer, Baseball, etc. But pole vault, <laughs> uh, synchronized swimming, diving—those are all sports as yeah. well. And in esports, the same is true. I mean, there's the big titles in esports, which is League of Legends and Dota and Counter Strike, and and of course, everybody knows. Fortnite. um those are the big titles however there are hundreds of titles that that get played and the ones that are you know <laughs> that we're we're finding out with the sports teams they're the, the virtual sports but the mm-hmm. you know the nba 2k madden nhl so there really are two kind of independent camps you know league of legends and dota players they don't really follow or play nba 2k or madden but you would have that's you'd come to that conclusion yourself whereas you know the the sports fans and this is where it's really this has been the big change for that we've seen the sports fans do watch and play the virtual sports because those are the same games that they like to watch the pro teams play so you, if you've never seen an esport event, a competitive video game play event, and you turned on a Madden game, you could completely follow what was happening, because it's a game you understand, you like, you follow, and maybe you play it on your Xbox or PlayStation. You probably would not watch or play StarCraft or Dota or League of Legends. Those games are very involved, very complicated, and people can't really get competent at those games unless they're prepared to play four or five hours a day, you know, or <laughs> more. Whereas you've got your less, uh, well, the, the the learning curve, let's say, to play a FIFA, Madden, uh, would be a little shorter because you're familiar with the game. Mm-hmm. So that's really how it's it's changed and the audience has expanded and there's been more acceptance of esports and a big piece of what's driven that acceptance is people come to terms it is entertainment it is a big industry uh, people do like it and what's helped for us recently is that the pros themselves play these games yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah. uh the with that knowledge and some of these pros have millions of followers in their in their social media streams so it's no longer, you know, the perception of it's uh, you know teenager in their parents' basement playing. These are pros who play dedicated tournaments. Some of these guys make millions of dollars a year playing in eSports. It's a whole new industry. It's a whole new burgeoning industry that we believe will be on par with the sports industry in time.
0: Yeah, you know, it's absolutely incredible. And and one of the places where esports is incredibly popular is Europe. And esports entertainment group recently acquired the iGaming platform Lucky Dino. And how does that acquisition figure into esports entertainment future
2: plans? Sure. It, it, on the surface, it, it doesn't look like it's completely separate and apart. Because it is, it's, it's a casino. It's online casino games. Mm-hmm. And it's a platform that we acquired. But what it does bring to us is access to they're very strong in the in the northern european region particularly finland and the nordics that's a that's a region that we see as a very vibrant esports uh uh, region geographically speaking high fan bases so it gives us an entry into those markets uh it also provides us with you know the the accretive value of that transaction—it brings us lots of revenue, EBITDA, cash flow positive—and it helps us play the long game in esports. Because esports is a young industry, and as with all industries, when they first start out, there's you know, as you're developing your fan base and your players and you know your footprint, there's a lot of expense involved with doing that. It's no exception in esports, and of course. In order for us to be able to play the long game and be here to lead the way in esports, which we, we definitely are doing, we have to, you know, continually pay attention to the, the fact that we're in business to make money. Mm-hmm. And the Lucky Dino brings a, a platform. We own the technology, which is a big priority for us, gives us access to a new market. And we learned during COVID that there is cross-marketing opportunities. Esports fans um, do play certain casino games, mostly poker, things that have a mathematical equation where skill is, is, a, uh, is a component. Uh, and we also learned that sports fans and casino fans will play and bet on certain esports titles. So there is a cross-marketing opportunity there. And that's what really drove that decision.
0: Now, being an incredible Philadelphia sports fan like I am, I I love the fact that you did a deal with one of my favorite football teams, the Philadelphia Eagles, and recently also uh, the New England Patriots, also the Baltimore Ravens. You you know, when we say eSports Entertainment Group did a deal with a pro team, what does that mean? I mean, for people out there who are fans of the football team and who are fans of eSports, what does that mean for them when you do a deal
2: with a pro team? Sure. Well, this, this really came down to And the Eagles, they were the first NFL team we signed with. And, and they've just been an absolute pleasure to work with their organization, a founding member of the NFL, well-respected throughout the league. And uh, it, they, so it's, it's been a pleasure. I just want to make sure that I give that <laughs> shout out to the Eagles.
0: Yes, fly, Eagles, uh, fly.
2: <laughs> and, hey, a 20-year waiting list to get season tickets. That, that says a lot about the, the loyalty of the fan base. Having said that, what these tournaments are, again, eSports is entertainment. Football is entertainment. So the, the football teams, and really the, these conversations were getting there anyhow, but it got accelerated with COVID. The, the teams couldn't have fans in the stands. And, of course, the business is all about the fans, so what the teams, all the teams want to do is create uh, additional fan engagements, something for the fans to do right now. Obviously they're not in the stands or very few of them can be in the stands, uh, but they, 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 you know, they still follow the team on, on TV, etc. So they wanted the teams, what we're doing with the teams is running exclusive tournaments for the fans to play in tournaments against each other for prizes of the team whether these prizes are season's tickets uh is a, is a very coveted prize as you can imagine with the eagles fans or if it's uh a, a dinner with one of the pros or playing video games with the pros uh t- signed you know jerseys helmets so it's all about getting something that's specific to that sports franchise so the fans are playing uh, on a tourna- you know, sponsor tournaments, the ambassadors, quote unquote, uh, of the event, or the players. So the pro players are engaged in the tournaments in that they're either color commentators, or they'll play against the, uh, the fans, uh, you know, they promote the tournaments. So it's, it's, it's about that part of engagement. Keep in mind that also the esports is not seasonal. So it allows the teams to keep in contact with their fans and give the fans that engagement in the offseason, as well as, you know, during the season. In the, in the case of the NFL teams, all of whom have been a pleasure to deal with, uh, actually all the teams, all the pro teams have been mm-hmm. an absolute pleasure to deal with. They all want to have the event culminate around a, a physical event, uh, you know, whether it's around a, uh, the Super Bowl or the draft you know, something of that nature where they've got a higher profile, but you know, because it ties the fans back into that event. So, you know, it, it was uh, you know, just giving more for the fans. Also, esports fans have a tendency of being younger. You know, I, I suspect you don't find too many esports fans in the 16 overcrowd. <laughs> <laughs> the primary demographics is 18-35. And that's a coveted demographic for the sports teams. So they want it. you know, it's about the fans. They want to offer something the fans want. They want esports. you look at Patriot Place, there's an esports center in Patriot Place. It's a Healy Center, which is a yep. company where uh, we've signed a contract to acquire. So we envision a time in the not distant future where there's a, an esports lounge or gaming center in every pro stadium. That's actually, that's
0: our plan. Okay, hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. See you on the other side.
3: If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is 35000 or more, give us a call at 800-231-9279. That's 800-231-9279. 800-231-9279.
1: 2171797 Tax Solutions Now is a complimentary referral service that connects callers to companies that
3: provide tax services.
1: over ten thousand dollars i paid a fraction of what i owed call now to reduce or even eliminate your back taxes i called tax solutions now and got the irs
3: off my back thanks you saved us a ton of money money matters how much can tax solutions now save you call now and find out call 800-683-7377 800-683-7377 800-683-7377
0: Hey, this is Dave Weishato from House of Cards, with your House of Cards Gaming Report for the week of March 29, 2021. Michigan's online poker industry welcomed its second entry into the market as BetMGM Poker launched last week. BetMGM's poker app offers cash games and 70 daily tournaments to its players in Michigan. The state will also be able to join an interstate poker compact at the end of March, allowing players in Michigan to play with people located in New Jersey. Caesars Entertainment has filed a $2 billion lawsuit against several of its insurance providers over the failure to pay the company's losses incurred due to the pandemic. The casino company has claimed that the insurance should cover, quote, all risk of physical loss or damage associated with the interruption of its business. The pandemic forced the closure of Nevada's casinos for nearly three months in 2020. And finally, gaming company IGT acquired exclusive licensing rights to develop Elvis Presley-themed lottery games from Authentic Brands Group. In addition to Instant Games, IGT will also develop draw-based, mobile, and interactive games under the Elvis Presley brand in Canada and the United States. Can't wait to get an Elvis scratch-off ticket. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. You're listening to the House of Cards.
3: Well, don't take it too hard. I've done a lot of stupid things in my life, too.
4: Stupid? What do you mean stupid?
0: Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishel with you. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly For those of you just joining us, I am talking with the president and CEO of eSports Entertainment Group, Grant Johnson. Now, we've only mentioned NFL teams, but you have deals with other professional teams. What, what are the other professional teams that eSports Entertainment Group has done deals with?
2: Yep, we've got a deal with the L.A. Kings, the L.A. Galaxy, uh, which is in the Major League Soccer, the L.A. Kings, of course, NHL, and the Philly Union in, uh, in Philadelphia, which, again, another Major League Soccer uh, franchise. Uh, we are in discussions with multiple other teams in uh, in those leagues, as well as uh, teams in the NBA. We're in discussions with. It, it's a topic. I can assure you, at, at every sports team in, in every league, uh, you know, across the, across the nation, across North America, and in fact, we have uh, Arsenal uh, in the UK, who is one of our uh, one of our teams that have been running on. Uh, our platform for, for years, in fact.
0: Now, when it comes to these sports teams, how important was the acquisition uh, the eSports Gaming League for eSports Entertainment Group? I mean, how does the EGL fit into your business plan for the future?
2: Uh, well, that, in fact, is the platform we're using for this particular discussion with yep. the, the uh, right the terms for the pro teams. Uh, I met that group three years ago at GamesCon in, uh, in Germany. And we started those discussions. As you know, in business, some things take a little time (laughs) to evolve. Uh, After the, after the uplisting last year, we sat down and we looked at what it was going to cost to to build a platform and what would uh, it cost to buy a platform. Uh, You know, EGL had a good track record. They've been around for 10 years. Uh, They've done know tournaments with with Arsenal they'd done Red Bull tournaments they'd done tournaments for the cricket league so they had good pedigree Mm -hmm. they were generating a million dollars a year in revenue and it made sense to us in terms of timing to see if we could structure a deal with them we did so we acquired uh, we acquired that platform and their whole team Glenn Elliott and all his people and that gave us the ability to move more quickly and with that acquisition as you've seen in the yeah. news, the yeah. Ravens, the, the Eagles, the Kings, the Patriots, uh, Feel the Union Galaxy, and as I as I mentioned, there's, there's many more in discussion. So it was the, clearly the right move for us, it was the right move for our shareholder, and um, I would say the teams that have been reaching out to us, and I, I would also like that we haven't had to make, we haven't had time to make an outgoing phone call to tell these teams what we're doing, because <laughs> they see what we're doing. They all talk amongst themselves. And every every day, there's a new email that comes in. We'd like to discuss how we can work with you to do platforms for our fans.
0: One of the great things that you're doing at Esports Entertainment Group are your plans to bring the world of esports and sports betting together. I mean, your company has two brands, Sport Nation and Vi, which you propose to do some very innovative things in the world of esports and sports betting. Uh, tell me about those platforms, and what are your plans
2: for them? Sure. Well, we have multiple. There's there's various different levels of of licenses. Uh, all the licenses in the United States are, are tier one licenses. Uh, the licenses that we have are tier one licenses. We have one in Ireland. We have one in the UK. We have one in Malta, and uh, we're launching, you know, in in Jersey this spring. Mm-hmm. So, why that's relevant for the fans? It it really comes down to security. seven access to see what you're doing, what types of transactions, Wow. NBA 2K, FIFA. We had one day where $35,000 was bet on virtual volleyball.
0: Wow, okay.
2: <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> right. So these you know we we learn, you know, things every day as well. Parameters before they start gambling, so they don't chase their losses, um, it, which happens in the casino. Of course, we've all heard of the stories. Somebody loses 200, they go get 200 more, than 200 more, than 200 more. Can't do that on the site. You set your parameters: how much you want to be able to deposit. If you lose it, you got to wait till the next month to reset your, yeah. <laughs> your deposits. So, you know, these are these are a lot of the issues we deal with, and you know, we want to make sure that. We never want to see a story that anybody got wiped out playing on one of our sites. Mm -hmm. That won't happen. Um, You know, gaming is entertainment. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be safe. So, you know, we make sure that that's how we treat our fans. And with esports, we also notice that fans don't bet the same as traditional sports. You know, it's a new industry, right? And so, esports fans—they are digitally savvy, have no problem doing transactions online. But when you start talking about spread and over and under and trifectas, that means nothing to an esports fan. Uh, esports fans, they like to—they're more engaged. They bet, you know, smaller amounts. They like in-game wagering. So the platform we're coming out deals with the type of wagering they like. Sports fans, they like to bet differently. Horse, you know, horse racing fans—they bet differently than than uh, fans of the NFL. So you just have to have the right product for your fan base. You have to know what your clients want. give them what they want not what you want as an operator
0: you know when we talk about gaming and esports it's such a technology driven field and I love the way that esports entertainment group is weaving together the technology and these different platforms I especially you mentioned before helix and also gg circuit you just acquired Mm -hmm. talk about those platforms and what they mean for your future plans in the market
2: Uh, well absolutely Well, they're a huge component of what we're going to be doing going forward particularly when it comes to these pro team relationships uh you know helix they're experts at building and running uh physical centers esports centers uh there's five centers two of the largest in the united states and the one at the patriot places is, is uh the one that it's easy for us to point to when we're talking to pro teams you know it's a, you don't we don't have an artist's rendering of what it could look like we said there is you know there's a center Mm -hmm. we know we're doing we're experts so that was a big piece for us Uh, gg circuit it's the underlying enterprise software that runs the majority of uh physical land centers esports you know gaming centers over a thousand physical centers use their software two million people use their software so for us owning the technology that runs the industry was a key component of what we're doing. And, you know, to come back full circle around to the pro teams again, when we envision these relations, the pro teams, we start with the tournament play, give the fans what they want. And then we move towards discussions on building these physical centers in these sports arenas and at these uh, you know, football fields, et cetera. We see that. And then that was the driving factor by why we made that acquisition. To your point, yeah, technology drives all of it. If you don't own the technology and then you're renting it from somebody else, which mm. means somebody else has control, <laughs> uh, that doesn't make me feel comfortable as
4: a CEO. <laughs> we feel it's important to control our tech, technology.
2: So that's you know what drove
0: that decision. Now, one of the things I'm really excited about coming from eSports Entertainment Group is happening in my home state of New Jersey, and you mentioned it. You have a sports betting license for New Jersey what are your plans for New Jersey when esports and sports betting finally get together in the garden state?
2: It would Jersey has been on the front edge of uh, the entire online uh, movement. You know, they were, they, they were the state that challenged the Supreme court and got the sports betting <laughs> you know, approved, overturned. <laughs> uh, so that was, they're very innovative. Uh, The university is there. There's going to be a new innovation center. We have a relationship with Harris Blitzer Sports Entertainment, which is the Devils and Sixers. Mm -hmm. They're the largest sports organization in the region. We sponsor Dignitas, which is the largest esports team in that area. Uh, We have uh, a Helix Center in North Bergen. So we've already invested millions into the state, and we'll be investing millions more as we move forward. Uh, It's been... It's, you know, obviously being on the front end, you know, New Jersey has had to work through all the regulatory issues. But what that does for us is if, you know, there's an old saying, if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. <laughs> that, <laughs> that stands true for the state of New Jersey because uh, they have very strict gaming regulatory guidelines. So once our approval is, you know, uh, through and we're up and operational, we expect to be operational next month. Wow. Uh, once that's done it'll make it easier for us to go to the other states new jersey and nevada are the front runners mm-hmm. and they're the two states that uh, all the other states look to for their regulatory guidelines and uh you know having philadelphia new york city right across <laughs> right across the river uh new jersey does enjoy a unique geographical situation where they have uh, the state has access to tens of millions of additional uh, fans and potential wagers that are merely you know a train stop away Mm -hmm. so it's it was just because of our relationships and its location geographically and the gaming commission's progressive attitude uh it was the uh we'll call it the proverbial no-brainer for us as the first state that we were going to set our flag down in uh for our our north american
0: efforts okay hold that thought we're going to take a quick break see you on the other side You're listening to House of Cards.
2: You are more in need of a night in Atlantic City than any man I've ever met. I'd say sit down at a table, go for dinner, see a show, take a walk on the boardwalk and smell the salt air.
0: But if you're anything like me, nothing after sit
2: down at a table is going to happen.
0: Welcome back to House of Cards, Dave Shuttle with you. House of Cards is brought to you by PartyPoker.com. Why go to Atlantic City or Pennsylvania? Pay for gas, pay for parking, fight the crowds. You can play the same games online anywhere in the Garden State. Sign up with code EXIT7A and take advantage of Party Poker's new sign-up offer of $25 free, plus a first deposit match up to $600 and start playing poker online today. Start playing and start winning some cash at nj.partypoker.com. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with the president and CEO of eSports Entertainment Group, Grant Johnson. Now, with being first comes certain challenges in the marketplace. What do you think your challenges will be having an eSports sports book and what makes you confident that this will be successful in the market?
2: Uh, well, yeah, there's an old there's another old saying on the bleeding edge of something, <laughs> yeah. you know, as opposed to the leading edge. You have to learn a lot of lessons when you're up front because there's no blueprint to run off of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've learned a lot of those lessons. You know, the company did launch its first site in 2016. Uh, and we learned what sports fans like, what they don't like, esports fans. Uh, we invested millions in, in a platform that just did not, uh, work, uh, for the esports, uh, wagering. Uh, so we, we've learned a lot of those lessons already in the state of New Jersey, uh, you know, being the first licensed esports wagering site. Uh, no doubt, we're going to learn some additional things, but we're taking those lessons we've learned as we go into the state and launch. Marketing, our spend will be... Marketing can be a bit of a black hole if you're not careful. And this is why we're trying to mitigate our exposure by partnering with the organizations that have the fan base in the state. You know, Dignitas has, you know, millions of fans. They're the largest sports organization. Harris Blitzer is the largest... Uh, sorry, has large esports. the largest sports organization. Philadelphia Eagles and Philly Union have huge fan footprints in South Jersey, and of course, with Helix already having a large, successful, profitable physical esports location in North Jersey, we've taken some of that risk off the table by those partnerships and those acquisitions. So, uh, yeah, we're going to learn some new, uh, some other lessons once we launch. Uh, I'm not going to pretend that we don't anticipate that. But we're doing what we can in advance uh, of that launch to minimize, um, you know, our, uh, our mistakes, we'll say.
0: Well, one thing we do know from the years of sports betting in Nevada is that people will bet on football, they'll bet on basketball and other traditional sports. Do you feel that eSports has an audience that will bet on eSports? And do you think that will draw in more fans to the eSports when you're allowed to place a bet on it?
2: Uh well yes, the short answer to that, the more the greater explanation is we're already seeing in Europe uh esports betting is on the rise. It's still early days. Uh, you know, we we know that esports fans like authenticity. They want when they go to an esports site, they don't want to go to a, a sports site that has esports as a line extension. You know the site they want esports content, they want to watch esports events. So that's why Vi and Sport Nation are separate. When you go to Vi, it's all eSports. eSports fans don't bet $1,000 on a bet, but they may bet 15 times over the course of an event. Who's going to get the next kill? Who's going to win the match? Who's going to get the most kills? Things like that, $1, $2, $5 bets. So that's the way our eSports site is structured. And I would say when it comes to will it increase the viewership, um, when it comes, I'll, I'll draw a comparison from the sports industry. When sports really exploded it was when the gaming the, the betting at sportsbooks came into it. And I would say it's not that people who are betting on the game because they're watching, it increases the engagement. They're watching because they're betting. Yeah. <laughs> That's and the same will hold true, we believe, wholeheartedly with esports. It'll increase their involvement, the connection to the game, their interest in the event. And I'm not saying they gotta bet the house. Now, that'd be a ridiculous uh, situation, but just just small bets, as I mentioned, one, two, five, maybe $20 bets to make the event more interesting, get the fan more engaged. You yourself, if you've ever bet on a sporting event, I am certain you were more passionately oh, engaged in that particular <laughs> contest than you would have been if you don't have a bet on the game. Same
0: for eSports. Now, Esports Entertainment Group has already been very busy this year, but give us a look into the future. What should we expect in the coming year from Esports Entertainment Group?
2: I would say more, uh, certainly more partnerships with pro teams uh, and taking that forward, more esports centers in pro stadiums. That's absolutely going to happen. Uh, in addition to that, we will be looking to get additional uh licenses in the united states and in canada because it's starting to open up as well Mm -hmm. uh north america is a big part of our push because it's all virgin territory for esports wagering and uh so we we plan to be out front of that uh and you will also see additional acquisitions when we have acquisitions that are creative to our shareholders we're very interested in them if they bring us additional licenses fan bases technology So we we look at eSports as well as traditional betting uh, acquisitions. So you will see more of both of those as we go forward.
0: Grant, we're running out of time, but do you have a website or a social media address so people can keep up to date of the incredible things eSports Entertainment Group is doing?
2: Uh, Well, yeah, our primary corporate site is eSportsEntertainmentGroup.com. The ViGG site will be up for your Jersey fans and listeners uh, very shortly, uh, as I mentioned, April. Um, We do, you know, whether it's buy or esports or EEG, it does have social media, uh, you know, Twitter account, and uh, uh, you can follow me on LinkedIn. I have 8,000 followers on LinkedIn that uh, I make sure that gets all the latest news. But uh, for people who might be interested in uh, looking at us as a possible investment, because we are listed on the Nasdaq mm-hmm. under the symbol GMBL for Gamble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can, pretty good i didn't, I didn't even pick that up follow all the latest news on esports entertainment group
0: grant johnson ceo and president of esports entertainment group thanks so much for coming on and telling us what your incredible company is doing in the world of esports what esports entertainment group is doing is changing the market so please come back on and update us on what your great company is doing
2: absolutely anytime thanks yeah. for having me
0: well, that'll do it for us this week on House of Cards. If you go into one of the newly reopened casinos, poker rooms, or sports books, please be safe. We'll see you next time on House of Cards.
1: Draggers like follow across the desert plain.
2: You build a house of cars, a real loving car. Wild
4: country in your hand.
3: This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.